Welcome to the birthday edition of Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. That's right. I recorded this one just around my birthday. We sat down with Randall King. We talked about growing up in West Texas, making a move to Lubbock, and then on to Nashville, moving in with Brittany finally in March of 21. That's right. He's now a resident of Nashville, Tennessee. We talked the road with William Clark Green, Josh Abbott, Cody Johnson, and so many more. We talked about his first song. It's actually coming full circle. We might actually get to hear it real soon. We talked about steel guitars versus fiddle. You know what? Enough's enough. Let's get to know Randall King. Forever. Life spins like a haggard record. It goes from good to bad to better. Now you can't get back to sand in your glass. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Sitting here today for the first time with Mr. Randall King. Yes, sir. Welcome to Vegas. Actually, welcome to Stoney's. I know you've been to Vegas before. Yeah, this is... uh... I'm not even sure how many times I've actually been to Vegas. I've been several times now. I saw you walking around at NFR, and one of my buddies is here tonight, and uh, his name is Chris, and you were talking to someone, and they might have been taking too much of your time, but you <laughs> called him out of a thing and were just like, hey, dude, what's up? And it got you out of your conversation. He's here tonight. <laughs> I'm saying that for him because um, you probably don't remember that, but it's kind of a funny story. <laughs> I'm sure it happens a lot. Yes. What's yes, your favorite sir. thing about Vegas? Man. My favorite, my favorite thing has always been the same thing. Uh, it's the lights, man. It's the, it's the beauty of the of the city itself at night. Uh, yeah. You know, as a kid, my dad and my mom took me and my sister, and uh, my grandparents. We all came down here because it was their ta- it was my dad's tax write off for his business. They came down here and quote unquote did business. You right. Know? Uh, so as a young kid, like. Five, four or five years old, I got to see the Vegas lights and fell in love with that. And then my dad drives a truck for Walmart now. And uh, when I was in middle school, we got to come out here and on a two-week run. Two weeks in a row, got to come out to Vegas and uh, drop a Walmart load and uh, fell in love again with the lights. And then I didn't get to come back to Vegas till man, I was late 20s. Right? Like, I think I was 27, maybe? Uh, just a few years ago. So, it's been a little bit. I can tell you that when this COVID thing hit and the strip shut down, two things happened. One, I bet my house that the strip, a casino, would never shut down. Yeah. I would I would have lost my house. I was just telling it with friends, but I was like... And the second thing was, we rode our bikes down the strip. Something you just can't do. But yeah. uh, it reminded me a lot of... I saw a lot of people down on Broadway... In Nashville, doing the same yeah. thing, that the lights were totally different. It wasn't as bright as it normally was. Kind of, kind of crazy because uh, I believe that they say that right now from space, it's the brightest place on the Earth. Yeah, all yeah the you lights. can see it. Yeah, you can see it all the way from space. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming the it's Luxor nuts. has something to do with that. Yeah, I would, I would, I would assume it's probably. It, I believe it's a combination of them all. For sure. Right, right. It's, it's something you've ne- I've never seen. So, grow, you grew up in Texas, West Texas. Yes, sir. I don't really do much research on people I talk to because I just enjoy the conversation to see where it goes. But what's your favorite thing, like, growing up in West Texas, getting involved with country music, um, and then getting out on the road and seeing other things? Like, what what, what do you take from growing up as a kid? And I'm I'm guessing West Texas is, uh, I don't know what city it was, but are we talking flat? Uh, Oh, yeah, man. So I grew up in Hereford uh, and Amarillo. And then I spent 12 years in Lubbock. Once I went to college at Texas Tech, I just stayed. Right. Uh, West Texas is nothing but flat. Once you get south of Lubbock, you break off into like some cap rocks and some canyons. Uh, 
And same thing with same thing with Amarillo. Amarillo has a little bit of a. They've got the second largest canyon in the world, uh, well, in the country, uh, which is Paladera Canyon. It's right behind the Grand Canyon. So, okay. uh, so there's a little bit of like terrain that you can cross. That it's, so it's not just real bland, but for the most part, everything else are about it. When they say you can watch your dog run off for miles, m- you know, miles. Yeah, they they mean it. Like. You can, it's it's insane. It's just completely flat, but the most beautiful sunsets you've ever seen. Nacogdoches. Is that Texas? Yes, sir. That's, That's East, East Texas. Texas. Yeah. So I've spent some time in Fort Worth. Dallas. Huh? Nacogdoches. That's what it says, Nacogdoches. Yes, I've been to uh, uh, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. I went there to watch Supercross. But when I went to that Nacogdoches place, I think I got bit by every single bug that was there. Oh, shit. I went there and helped a, an old friend redo a house there yeah. and stuff. And I was outside for maybe like four hours and... <laughs> The bugs are like, yeah, let's get yeah. that guy. We'll get yeah. that guy. Uh, mosquitoes are horrible. Horrible. Do you uh, still live in West Texas? Where do you call home? Where do you I hang your hat? I live in Nashville. You do. When I, did you, When did you move to Nashville? I moved up there in uh, March of 2021. Moved in with my girlfriend. Very recent. Uh, yeah. So I've been up there for about a year and two months, and uh, moved in with my girlfriend Brittany and. Uh, it's been great, man. I love Nashville. I've been going up there since 2016. Writing and stuff, uh, right? One, one, two weeks out of the month, uh, writing whatever business I need to take care of up there. So I've been up there a lot, man. And uh, Nashville's kind of a second home anyway, so it made sense to make it home. That's kind of cool. Big difference, though. Nashville's a little bit busier. Oh, yeah. Little, Absolutely. I, I would assume. So um, let's go back to how did you meet Brittany, and how did you get to Nashville like that? Like, what was the main <laughs> thing that said, hey, man, other than the music side, is that what it was? Is that just yeah, cl- closer no, to business? Uh, so I met Brittany. I actually met Brittany four years ago in Key West at the Singer Songwriter Festival. Yep. Uh, we just became friends. And, is she in the industry? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. She's an artist as well. Awesome. Uh, she came down there because she was really passionate. She is really passionate about the art of songwriting. Uh, she's a songwriter herself. So, uh, man, she just. Uh, we started hanging out more in 2020 uh, towards the back end. Because uh, you had time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was up there a lot. And we started we started uh, having feelings for each other. And then come February, we just decided to make it a, uh, make it a thing. Put a go, label on yeah, it. Yeah. Go, go all in on it. Do you do shows with her? Uh, I don't, man. She's she comes to a lot of shows. She's she does a lot of stuff on the East Coast, man. She's really big out there. Is she, she country? Yeah, beautiful. Okay, yeah, she's a uh, she's country. She blends perfectly in between like pop and and country and western. So she's she like she straddles. She likes to straddle that line. Uh, she's a little more modern. Uh, it happens a lot great, these days. Man. She's got a record that's coming out, kick ass. She sings great on it. Uh, it's beautiful, man. She's beautiful. Beautiful record. Beautiful voice. Love her to death, man. She's 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 about to get back in the industry and kick it right in the teeth. So, do you guys write together? We haven't, man. It's not something that we've really branched into yet, right? Uh, we're gonna try it eventually when we How get does, some time. I mean, but even as friends, when you first start, you meet her at uh, a writers' festival. Were you guys not in the same room, or you just met like at the after party no, stuff or it whatever? Was just, yeah, man, it was a after party, right? But, uh, one of the guys from uh, Riverhouse, uh, he had a little place back there, and then had a late night pool party. Right, and we were out there doing uh, song swapping, just picking guitar next to the pool. And that's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have a label yet, so we were. Out, I was out there just 
trying to get out, you know, put my name out there to people. And uh, she happened to be at that pool party. I think she knew someone out there. And uh, we just became friends. World goes around. Like the, I, I barely re- She says I don't remember meeting her. I kind of do. But really, like, she started coming to Nashville, and that's when I, we, like, really became friends. It's awesome. I like it. Growing up, family in music? Or was this just something you no, picked man, up on your own? You just, just, it was just me. That's it. No uh, one else in your family? My mama can sing, and she played clarinet. Okay. Uh, Musically inclined? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, from, on, on my dad's side of the family, my great-grandmother was a poet. And, like, an incredible poet. And she passed that on to... Her, all her grandkids and on to me as well and my sister and my dad um so that's where my writing aspect comes out of it but as far as like my voice and everything else i'm pretty sure i got that from my mama's side i like it first song you ever wrote do you remember it do you still have it so what's funny about that man is like i was, I was a kid i was a kid when i was writing songs i would just make up songs and i didn't really write them down i just had them in my head and uh, when I was a kid, this one song in particular stood out because it was about my dad and how what he would do with me and my sister. Like he would take it was a coffee shop in Hereford, and it, it wasn't called the coffee shop. It was just we called that time that we would get with my dad and my grand my grandpa and my grandma. Uh, we called it coffee shop. It was we would go out there in the morning and just sit there and drink coffee and have breakfast and dad would do business with his dad and they would talk and catch up and I did that my whole childhood and it was something that I always remembered and I started this song when I was a kid because uh, I just always made up songs and it was like it's my day off and I'm going to the coffee shop and I forgot about it. I had written a whole song and my dad reminded me of it he goes, you remember this song that you sang? He goes, sometimes I get it in my head. And the only thing that we could remember out of it was that line I just sang. And that was the melody. And I went, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to write a song about it. Like, I'm going to. So I guess like a, three or four months ago, I took it to a writer. And uh, we sat there in the room. And I think, I don't remember who it was now, uh, off the top of my head. Uh, it, was a, it was somebody I'd never written with before. Um, we sat there and we scratched this out and I was like, dude, this is technically the first song I ever wrote because it was, it comes with the very first idea right. that I ever had. So it's like, it's technically the first song I ever wrote at seven years old, whatever it was, you know, five years old. And where's it at today? It is in my voice memos. We haven't demoed it. Uh, I mean, literally, it was like four months ago, and we just dropped a record. So, it, uh, right, yes, he did. You know, that record was cut last year. So it's a uh, weird eventually time. Eventually, we'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> eventually, eventually, we'll get it, and we'll go in and. I think we'll this. have to watch that one because that Absolutely. one will be kind of fun. Because that'll probably, I how ironic would it be if that song comes out and it becomes a number one? Yeah, man, that'd be cool. That'd be crazy. It was got a hell of a story to it. Yeah. I mean, that's what special. That's what music is about, though. Yeah. I mean, it's all about that story and how people can relate to it. That's pretty cool. Your first trip to Nashville to write, um, young, um, that experience, I always like to say it seems like it'd be something like a first date, per <laughs> se, because you sit down and kind of yeah. feel the people out. And Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's, a weird, it's a weird, hard process, man. It's one of those that, uh, man, it is not 
it's not easy at first when you get in there because you've got to really you've got to learn the rider you got to get on the same page you got to vibe you know and every time uh even with if it's somebody you've written with before like it can still be a challenge but i can tell you even still today if it's a brand new rider it's a challenge right you gotta if you don't if you don't know them at all you know don't know them from adam you gotta kind of sit there and talk and get to know each other and then you start vibing and you can write but I would have to think that the trust has to get there too, in some sense, because you're going to yeah. share some stuff with people. It's a right? lot of give and take, yeah. And you got to be, you know, it's songs that I've got to live with forever. So it's, I got to be the one that holds the fort down and goes, "Nah, this is not what we're doing." We're right. Gonna, I'm not going to sing it like this. Well, let's sing it this way. I might have a little bone to pick with you. All right. I love "She Gone," but I, I heard that you might not be <laughs> playing it tonight. We we haven't played "She Gone" because we've been doing all the new stuff and right. Yeah, you know, we still play. I think one song off another bullet, the EP, uh, and then you know, out of everything that we've been doing, you got to pick and choose. Sure, I get it. What I'm how, still going to pick the work. bone with you, dude. You I love mean, to pick the bone. I love the song. <laughs> it's we, a fun we haven't song. played it in. I bet we haven't played "She Gone" in six months, maybe. Wow, it's been a minute. It's not a bad yeah. thing. I saw you guys load in today. Got a steel guitar player. Uh, yes, I was telling Wyatt, sound guy today, that there's two things that get me. One is a fiddle, and if it's a girl, I'm done. Two <laughs> is the steel, dude. Yeah. I just think it just adds so much of a new element to anything, especially in the live. Yeah, man. Have you always played with a steel? Uh, so for me, when I switched in 2015 to doing what I'm doing now, because like 2014, I, we were traveling around under kind of like a Red dirt vibe, which is real kind of rockish. Sure, uh, it wasn't me. Yeah, uh, twenty fifteen, set my foot down, started doing my own thing, and uh, you know you can only afford you know, a, five, a five piece band. It's a lot. It's it's a lot when you're starting out anyway. You can't afford six, so it was all right. Pick one: steel guitar or fiddle. And I've steel guitar has always been my like in a song. Yeah, that's that's my love. That's my passion. I love steel guitar. I like fiddle. I don't love fiddle, and I like fiddle. <laughs> if you do it fiddle right, I love it. Right. But I don't want it all over my music. Like it, it's fair. For me, the steel can take a song from feeling it to, oh, man, that cut my soul. Like, I want I want my the hairs on my arm to stand up right. with the song when I hear it. Like, that's, that's passion to me. That's what I love. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. I, I just love the Not fact that there's so many other layers that when you throw a steel yeah. into it, it just changes everything. And again, what you said earlier is that you got to live with it for the rest of your life. So Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's rare that we get either one of those in here. I'd say like maybe four or five times a year. Yeah. And we do a lot of country music in here. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> so it's kind of odd. But So whenever I do see them, I love them. I just yeah. think it's a different element. We've got uh, the boys at Cadillac 3 coming through here pretty soon and. uh Kelby don't mess around with his stuff that he does. I don't even know what the hell that thing is that he plays. I don't, <laughs> it's steel. It's a bass. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, they're they're a talented group, man. They're they're amazing. Last night you guys played in San Diego. You played with Jake Jacobson. He opened up for you. Yes, sir. Um, I believe I was telling Johnny earlier that when I booked the show, um, I booked it for two reasons. Uh, number one, I've been wanting to get you here for a long time. Number yeah. two, what better way? My birthday was yesterday. What better way to hey, celebrate happy my birthday? birthday man. Thank you, buddy. Happy birthday. But that's why I did the thing. Well, uh, the guys called and said, hey, man, can we throw an opener on here? And I'm like, we just, I don't do them because we don't have a lot of room. You yeah. see, like, we're, we're, we're pretty tight up there. Yeah, absolutely. So 
it's funny how everything worked out. I had a, a, a hole in a show at the beginning of the month, and someone referred me to Jake, and he came down here and played. And dude, one hell of a one hell of a dude, man, and great band. We had just lost our dog the day before, so I got to watch. It's been a rough month. I got to watch uh, his sound check. Was blown away. Those guys are good, youthful. Yeah. And then tomorrow night, you guys are going to back to California, and you're playing with another one of my favorites, yeah. Miss Allie Colleen. Yeah, man, I love her. She wrote me tonight. She's like, "I'm already in California." I'm like, "Why the hell didn't you make the trip?" <laughs> like, I love that woman. Yeah, I, have she, you she, played shows with her before? Uh, we've done, I think two. I know for sure one. We yeah. had her on. Uh, we played the Nashville Palace in the fall of That's 2020 right. there yeah. in Nashville, and we had her. And Kylie Fry. Yep. And uh, man, they she's she's phenomenal. Yeah, she's she's great. I'm looking forward to seeing her tomorrow. Full band and she puts on one hell of a show. Oh yeah. Man. You know what was really neat about her? I was telling Johnny earlier today that she came to do her sound check because I brought her out here like probably two months ago, and she did her sound check, and it was like a show. Like <laughs> she was wide open the whole time, and I think that's kind of neat when that's people. Cool. Are, that's passion to me too. Oh, yeah, that's super passion. You've been on the road with some with some with some big names as well in the industry. Who, yes, who's sir. who's been your favorite, like a mentor to you to get you to where you are today? Man, that's hard. I've had a lot of I've maybe not lot one. Of, I've had I mean, a lot of good friends that uh, we've played shows with and we've done a lot with uh, that become some of your best friends on the, on the highway, man. Yeah, uh, guys, guys like. William Clark Green and Josh Abbott, um, obviously Cody Johnson. Uh, he took us. Cody took me under, under, under the wing long, uh, you know, long before uh, most people. Most people did. Yeah. Uh, but the very first time I ever got to open for somebody was for William Clark Green, and it's something I'll never forget because we weren't anybody. Where was that at? The Golden Light Cantina in Amarillo. I like that you remember it yeah. like that. We were we were trying to get in to the venue. Uh, get her foot in the door because I was booking myself. Okay. And my drummer at the time was helping me. And he reached out, sent an email. We, They reached out to Will's camp. They put us in. And I was like, man, I, I, I'll just, I'll never forget that. Like, that was. That's like your first open door. It was my first open door. He had Rose Queen, uh, had been out for about a year or so. He was rocking it. They were just coming back from Steamboat. And we went in and it was just. It was just cool, man. It was cool to actually. It's cool to get to be a part of it, get to play, and uh, and then Will's become a, a great friend, you know. And uh, Roger Crager, Kevin Fowler. There's there's so many guys that have been great mentors to me. You went out when you went out with Kojo. Um, I would assume their camp is tight. I love they 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 played here a few years back before I think 19 they 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 played here their camp super nice guys I think that's what I love the most about the Texas guys I won't call it Texas country per se yeah. but the Texas guys I think they're still humble um um they're still true to who, who they are I sat in here with Cody and just asking him questions and seeing his responses and where he's been and then I went and watched Deer Rodeo like two weeks ago oh, yeah. holy cow didn't yeah. realize that that dude's been through what he's been through but he's been through a lot yeah <clears throat> and he's he's true cowboy he's he as cowboy as it gets did you ever ride bulls? I didn't. I didn't. I grew up. I grew up in the hayfields with my dad. So yeah. I, you know, I grew up around truckers. Right. Uh, and we weren't. We weren't poor, but I mean, we didn't. You weren't we didn't, rich. We yeah. weren't. We didn't do rodeos and things like that. So I didn't really get, even get to see anything like like rodeos until I was a little bit older. First live country show you ever got to see? Who was it? Uh, I believe, actually, I'm pretty sure it was Kenny Chesney, and I was like. Maybe six, seven years old. He was in Amarillo, 
And this was during the era that, and I'm pretty sure they did this to him that day. It was in the era where the, like he wasn't real big yet. He didn't have his beach cowboy thing going. Yeah. And it was in the era of uh, where they didn't call him Kenny Chesney on the billboards. It was Kenny Chesnut. Because they just always get his name wrong. They so messed sure wow. that in Amarillo. <laughs> so Amarillo the first artist you saw. Yeah. <laughs> the first artist you saw was Kenny Chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> Not Mark, but. Yeah, Kenny Chestnut. That's actually pretty funny. What's your favorite song that you've been a part of so far? Writing? Oh, singing? Hard. It's hard to pin, pin one down. Uh, so many I love. Uh, no Doubt, Middle of Nowhere Church was one of my favorites. Uh, as far as being in the production of it and and the creativity behind the production, um, you're hands as, on in the studio. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, always. Uh, yeah, as an artist, you have to be. You should be. You let someone else do the ship like too much. Sure, it, it can get away from you. So, uh, writing wise, man, I don't know. Writing wise, one of my favorite experiences was writing another bullet because I wrote it over the span of six months. And wow. It was just something that I loved and got to do and got to experience. It was cool, man. It was, it was different. Do you let's go to the the three facets of music from writing to recording to playing. Gotta put them in order. One, two, and three. What's your favorite? Oh man. I'm having fun with you. Dude, nah. Writing, recording, playing. I mean I, I can't say that I like one better than the other. Right. They, I'm sure they all have their element to it, but yeah, so man. let's uh, let's 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 flip that. Writing, recording, and performing, you have to get rid of one of them. Have to. Which one are you getting rid of? Ooh. I'm not going to hold you to it. Just kind of a make you think Probably, sort of thing. I would have to get rid of the recording. Yeah. And I, I say that only because um, I'm in good hands with the people that I'm with, Bart Butler and Ryan Gore. I'm in good hands. So if I let them just go, okay. They understand already. Yeah, I would come in and sing it. They would be like, Sure. I'll do that, but there's like for me when I write a song, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about s- several different things. I'm thinking about how it's going to come across when I record it. What am I going to do with this song in the studio? What's the backbeat? Where's the signature licks? Where's the solo? Where's this? What what key? What 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 cool things can I do in the solo? Here's what I'm hearing. I take it to the studio. I put all these things out there. We play with it. I steer it. Bart's running the ship, and Ryan is just the best engineer in Nashville. And uh, you're also thinking about how is the crowd going to react while I'm singing this song. Right. Like, oh, this would be a great line. They're going to love that live. They're going to scream that live. So you think about all those elements when you're putting a song together. And then on top of that, you're thinking about, well, how is this going to touch somebody? How is it going to reach them? How is it going to connect to them? So there's a lot, there's a lot to think about. I would have to say that I'm not quite sure that a lot of the artists I've sat down with go that deep into it, per se. Yeah, yeah but that's kind of neat, though, because you're thinking full circle. Absolutely. Yeah, how's it going to record and how's it going to play on their music? How are they going to react to it live? That's, I yeah. guess that's full circle, all the elements Absolutely. of it all. Absolutely. Rest of the year, what are your goals for the rest of 22? Like, what do you, what, what do you hope to achieve by the end of 22? Man. You know, uh, for one, I will be doing my my I'll be doing my own festival again that we did last year. It's called King Fest. Okay, where's that at? Uh, that's in Lukenbach. Okay, so I'll be doing that again with and Waylon in, and Willie and uh-huh. the boys. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be in the fall. And uh, who's on that with you? 
I can't say yet. Can't say yet. No. Uh, I, f- I can't announce the date either. So Okay. Cool. Uh, but it's coming. It's in the fall. Do you headline that? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to interrupt you for one sec. I went back to Loud and Heavy Fest. Yeah. You f- I went uh, Cody Jinx. Yep. To, it was, I think he's only done one. Yeah, in Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Yep. We've, we were actually going to Nashville and caught wind that that was happening. Made a couple phone calls, landed, spent the night, went and watched the show. When watch that whole thing, what an experience yeah. that was! I was all I kept saying is I'm glad I'm on this side of the fence because the stuff in the middle was a mess because yeah. there was all kinds of people in there. That loud and heavy is just that loud and heavy. Yeah. But true fans, first time he was doing something, there's seven, eight thousand people there. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so go back to. Uh, do you do it like that, or is it just yeah, straight man, he, country, or is it? He's he crushes his festival up there, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's straight, it's straight, straight country. That's all we like. Last year we did uh, Clay Hollis, Tristan Merez, and Josh Ward, and then myself. Right. Uh, you know, this year we we gonna we can't say, up. but go yeah. ahead. We're gonna have to line up uh, up, and uh, uh, we were four hundred tickets away from selling it out last year. So this year we're gonna sell it out. What's the cap on that? That's twenty five hundred. Beautiful. So for our first time in, yeah, in Lukenbach, which there's no, there's you can't hardly get hotels. Lukenbach's a very hard place to hold a festival, right? Because there's not enough hotels. Why do you, why do you pick that? Uh, I did it because I mean, we've we've built a really good, a really strong fan base around the Austin area and gotcha. especially around Lugenbach. And I mean, dude, honestly, it's a history of Lugenbach. Right, it's Lugenbach, Texas. Like, yeah. How how cool is it to throw a festival you. right at Lugenbach? So uh, we were looking at a great place that was already set up, and their camp. You know, they they run a great camp. Everything's set up already for us. We don't have to go get porta potties and right. do the whole thing like they they run that for us so pretty it makes contained. it easy we get to just hold the festival roll in so when you do that the, i mean they already have a stage set up there and everything uh they've got a built-in stage now that's right. outdoors but they're bringing a sound company the sound company gets there early in the morning and sets it up and do they do other shows there throughout the year it's like a yeah. proper venue okay got yeah. it all right so that's the, the end of the year you're going to do that um not that that I'm going to be cheap and say that you just put out a new album, but is there more music in the future, like coming in 23? I think you got that that vision happening. I haven't looked that far ahead. Ha! We're taking it one step at a time. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna promote this record. I'm always writing, so yep. I'm still writing, still in that process. And then, do you write on the bus when there. you travel? No, not really, man. It's a no. hard when you're out here. It's a lot of work, and you're. I'm not t- saying it's to take not care of your voice and your body, <laughs> right? Um, and your mind. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lot, man. So not, it's very rare that I get to ride on the road. How many more shows you got the the rest of the year outside of your festival? Oh, we're slammed, slammed. Uh, yeah. So I have a little bit of downtime in June, and then the the, the whole back half of from July on, it's full force, nonstop, kicking it in the teeth. I'm going to ask you something fun about Tristan Merez. Uh, I've been talking to that kid online probably two and a half years now, yeah. and I finally booked him June 17th there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm super bummed because I was going to go up and see those guys up in Idaho. I got them here in July, but I was going to go see them up in Idaho, but I got him coming here. He played your show. Anything I should know about him? <laughs> uh, man, no, Tristan's great. He's, he's, he's wild. He is wild. He's wild. He, he likes to throw down. Uh which is a great thing. So, it, well, it's not all the time, but uh, as far as the show goes, it's a great thing. So he's he's high energy. Yeah, he's true. He's true country. And I'm looking forward to him. I heard. I'm. I'm 
I heard a song before Darlin. I don't remember what, which one it was, but then when I heard Darlin, I was like, I got to get this dude out here. So I, he was tough to get nailed yeah. down, man, because he's 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 all over the place. And yeah, he's he's a busy dude. Yeah, they you know they haven't really made it out to the this side of the country yet, so they're they're getting their foot in the door and. Right. So you'll be one of the first foots in the door out here. I'm looking forward to it, man. He was out here, I know, during NFR. He was over um, at the MGM. I caught up with him over there, shot the shit with him and his manager yeah. for a little bit, and then all of a sudden they were shotgun and beers, and I'm <laughs> like, I don't drink. I might tonight. Right, that's good. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't drink, but I know that those boys do. Hell and, uh, um, I got yeah, some, they definitely do. <laughs> the guy that, that you allegedly waved down, Chris, is out here t- yeah. t- tonight. Him and... Tristan talk all the time, and that's all they do is like I watch these guys just drink beer after beer after beer. I'm like, you guys oh, are yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah, they're nuts, man. Are you drinking tonight? Uh, uh not tonight, man. No, not tonight. That's no um, fun. I'm, I'm taking a clean break, cleaning out my system, right? And uh, just just taking a break. I'm gonna send something with you guys. Me and the owner of this place, Chris, we started a whiskey line here. It's called Blue Valor. We donate 10% of everything we sell to the Injured Police Officers Fund, which is cops, fallen officers, and everything like that, to their families and everything like that. We sell it here. But I'm just going to – I told Johnny that I was going to have him take a swig of it, but I would rather send a bottle with you guys when you guys have some time to drink. That would be incredible, man. Yeah, Yeah. I want you guys to give it a try and let me know what you think of it. Tell people how to find you online. You can find me on RandallKing.com, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, all under Randall King. Instagram, Randall King Band, Twitter, Randall King Band, Facebook, Randall King, TikTok. Uh, I think it's Randall King Music. Do you TikTok? Do you talk? Do you tick? What I, do they call that? I don't even know what they call it. I try. Yeah? I, uh, we, 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 we focus on it more. I wasn't very focused on it because, you know, as an artist, there's so many things you got to focus on. TikTok was not my priority. So we're, get, we're making it a priority now. I think, I think that, that um, it's a great place to test music. Really, yeah, really, really fast and get instant. Absolutely. I don't want to say gratification because that's not the word I'm looking for, but just a, a response that people can actually let you know because I, I believe they're very, very yeah. um, honest on there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, That's right. Thank you again for the time. Hey, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Some Happy birthday to you. Thank you, sir. Forever. Life spins like a haggard record And goes from good to bad to better no, you can't get back The sand in your glass Got living like it's now or never Laughing about that time on spring break Sitting, sipping on a rusted tailgate Yeah, the night's gonna end So we're taking it in while we're all together Ain't gonna be